Do you love animals? Dogs in particular, I mean really love them? Maybe you've thought about opening your own doggy daycare. Well, you're in luck. In today's ingredients episode, we are going to walk through setup costs and things to think about when opening a doggy daycare. Then we'll talk with Scott Ansel from Northwest Pet Resort about some of the challenges he faced when opening his facility on this Business Buffet Ingredients episode. Today's episode is brought to you by F1 for Help. F1 for Help is your go-to expert for all things computer repair and video surveillance. Joe with F1 for Help likes to say they clean windows, but they are not janitors. Visit www.f1forhelp.net and support the company who supports this podcast. We have all wondered, what are the ups and downs of different types of businesses? As business owners, we've even wondered if starting another business is the best option. Business Buffet Ingredients is meant to give you a taste for what it takes to start and successfully run a business. We'll reach out into the world of business and interview success stories and present them on our smorgasbord of business helping options. Strap in and get ready to taste the finer business points. Man's best friend. Well, dogs might have a different opinion about that when they find themselves left at home all alone day after day after day. A clean house when you left in the morning is in disarray when you return after a hard day's work. Well, unless there is a doggy daycare in your neighborhood, right? Do you love animals? Dogs in particular. I mean, do you really love them? If the answer is an emphatic yes, then maybe you've thought about opening your own doggy daycare. Great. Today's episode is for you, as we are going to walk through setup costs and all the things to think about when opening a doggy daycare. Then we'll talk with Scott Ansel from Northwest Pet Resort about some of the challenges and learning experiences he faced when opening his facility. So to start with, the doggy daycare business is growing as more and more pet owners would rather pay someone to watch after their beloved animals than to leave them home alone all day. Before opening for business, you'll need a place for the dogs to stay besides your backyard where they may be subjected to the elements. If you're watching just one or two dogs, you could use your home, but if you want to make good income while watching do- dozens of dogs, you will need proper facilities. A true doggy daycare business requires a location where owners can drop off their pets and where dogs can be housed during the day and overnight. Warehouse spaces with access to an outside fenced-in yard allow dogs to play outside and take care of, you know, potty business. Otherwise, dogs must be walked at least two to three times a day. A small space may mean a lower lease, but it also limits the amount of dogs you can take in at any one time, thus lowering the amount of money you can earn. Unless you're taking over facilities that were already being used for animals, you will have to buy equipment and construct facilities like gated safe areas for smaller dogs, an activity area to exercise, and a washing area if they're outside in the rain and mud. The optimal size of a doggy daycare facility is 100 square feet per large dog and 50 to 60 square feet per small or medium dog. Now, of course, there will be 
business and liability insurance, property and premises insurance, utilities and overhead costs, as well as permits and licenses, licensing fees. And keep in mind, these costs and fees will change from location to location. When you include all the insurances, permit, licenses, lease, construction, basic equipment, and that could include grooming if that's something you want to offer, signage, advertising, website design and development, education, like, you know, what are some things that are poisonous to dogs, and cash reserves, your cost could run you anywhere from $25,000 up to $150,000, but the average is somewhere around $80,000 for your startup costs. Above all, you will need to have a true love for dogs and all the things that go with handling them. With that said, and without further ado, with us today, it's Scott Ansel, who along with his lovely wife, Ashley, own and operate Northwest Pet Resort. Now, Northwest Pet Resort was started back in early 2010, and Scott and Ashley have continued to work hands-on each and every day right here in their hometown of Coeur d'Alene to build a future for themselves and their family. Northwest Pet Resort was founded with the passion to change the industry and to serve their customers through their customers' pets. Scott, thank you so much for joining me today and agreeing to help our Business Buffet listeners with gaining a better understanding of the doggy daycare industry. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You got it. So I got to ask you right off the top, what in the heck prompted you and your wife to want to dive into the doggy daycare industry? And do we call that the doggy daycare industry or is it, is that the technical term? What do you, uh, what do you call that? Yeah. I mean, uh, broad pet industry, I think is, is broad. I mean, we do cats as well, predominantly dogs, but um, yeah. But yeah, we we board uh, cats, and then we also uh, have uh, cat merchandise as well in our okay. shops. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it was uh, when I was a when I was a kid. I uh, my father uh, worked with police canines, so I was able to see uh, the the relationship uh, between uh, a dog and then a handler, and and you know, a working dog. But it went beyond that to um, you know, family pets as well. So um, that admiration in terms of, of the relationship, that symbiotic uh, connection that, that uh, you can have with your dog, I always admired it and uh, had an opportunity to um, to start my own uh, facility, uh, taking care of, of, you know, furry buddies uh, that, uh, that you uh, love and, and cherish and, and make sure that they get the proper care that they need. That is very cool. And so uh, talk about certifications. Uh, are there certifications that you have to have? And what would you recommend someone new to this industry and profession acquire in terms of certification? You know, surprisingly, um, I, I'm often telling people uh, that is one thing that I would like to uh, change um, in terms of certification, at least some sort of background check. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, a lot of, of the industry is, is antiquated. Um, a lot of people see the numbers that are in um, the doggy daycare boarding um, arena and jump into it thinking they can get a warehouse and laugh their way to the bank, but they don't really know what they're doing. So um, that's what I see as problematic, um, and, and that's one thing I would like to change um, or at least steer clear, uh, help people steer clear of in terms of education. Nice. Uh, how about marketing? What sort of marketing do you do there at the Northwest Pet Resort, and and how successful has that been? 
Well, uh, initially, well, I mean, it was very, very bootstrap when we launched. So um, thank God we had a great location. That helped a lot. Um, cars driving by and seeing our giant signs helped bring people in. Outside of that, we've been able to allocate more funds to um, marketing in terms of, um, you know, newspaper ads, local magazines, um, of course, social media is number one. That's the biggest draw, as well as the SEO from our website, of course. But um, outside of that, um, getting involved in the community, that's been the big, big um, difference in terms of, uh, again, back to educating people on why we do what we do and how we do it. Um, and that's been beneficial. One of the things uh, going to that social media aspect, and of course, I like to hear that maybe in a social media guy, but is looking at your Instagram and some of the uh, pictures of your, it's not like children, right? Where yep. <laughs> uh, parents may not want their children spread all over the internet, but well, I'll tell you, dogs, heck yeah. Absolutely. And uh, you, you end up being very, very friendly with these dogs. Uh, they're like people to you, aren't they? Absolutely. I mean, they're, they're, they're kids, they're kids without fur. I mean, there's, there's, a lot of people are like, oh, don't call them for kids, on and on and on. But they, <laughs> they, they really are. I mean, um, they're, I often tell people, and, and I think it really makes people pause um, and, and really uh, understand how important dogs are to your home dynamic and your life as a whole um, in terms of the fact that dogs are the only creature on the planet that love you uh, unconditionally. I mean, at some point, if you have children, your children will get mad at you um, for a week, for a month, who knows. Uh, you can come home smelling like a million different dogs, and your dog <laughs> will still love you. Be well, curious, be curious at what you smell like, of course, but love you regardless. And, and that is, that's the only thing, you know. Past that 10-second initial shock, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I was going to say there's a, a Bill Cosby uh, not to bring up Bill Cosby, but there was a bit that he did that, uh, you know, a cat, you could leave for a week or a month and you come back and a cat's like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> or, or you're going to leave for five seconds with a dog and go, oh, I forgot my wallet. And you come back in and he's like, Oh my God, yeah. you've been gone forever. Absolutely. So, yeah. If you're ever, ever down and, and, uh, you've got a pet dog, a dog that you love, boy, they sure can lift your spirits. So, uh, Scott, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, to thank our sponsor. But before we take a break, what I want to do is I'd like you to ponder this question. What are some early lessons you wish someone would have warned you about? Now, a word from our sponsor. With over 65 years of combined business experience, Virtual Web Department brings practical, real-world experience to small business owners. Visit Virtual Web Department at virtualwebdepartment.com. By now, you are well aware that F1 for Help cleans windows, but are not janitors, offers a variety of computer tech services, and are second to none when it comes to customer service. But don't take our word for it. This is what Trisha had to say. Joe is a whiz at fixing whatever ails your computer. He has saved my computer from unscheduled flights out the window many times. He has restored our crashed computers complete with extensive data which seemed gone. Whether it's a simple fix for him, not us, or a situation calling for a complete rebuild, my husband and I will call him every time. Thanks, Trisha. And now F1 for Help is happy to announce they are offering computer 
and network monitoring services too. Experience F1 for help for yourself and call 208-687-0183 or visit them on the web at www.f1forhelp.net. Welcome back. Before the break, we were talking with Scott Ansel from Northwest Pet Resort. And, and just before the break, I asked this question. What were some early lessons you wish someone would have warned you about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the I think the one uh, that would have really changed things out of the gate for me, um, as cliche as it may sound, is you can't please everyone. Um, our approach uh, is, is very specific. Um, most facilities uh, are anthropomorphic. Um, what does that mean? Uh, so we anthropomorphic, uh, basically you're projecting your feelings onto your dog. So uh, most, most facilities out there, um, big expensive facilities, um, will have, you know, glass see-through doors and little sofas and, and TVs mm. and, and bunny, like stuffed animals, these sorts of things where you walk in and you go, oh, well, I would like to stay there. Those facilities <laughs> are, are they're selling to you directly. We're selling right. to you through your dog and through the dog's psychology. Um, with that being said, um, not a lot of people understood that initially without explanation. And some people uh, just didn't get it at all. Uh, and so, and that really hurt after, uh, you know, starting the facility and, and knowing that we come from a place to make sure that your dogs are taken care of and your dogs are fulfilled to their fulfillment rather than your fulfillment. Um, when people wouldn't get that, that was something that I really took to heart um, so understanding out of the gate, you can't please everybody. Um, I think we'll save people a lot of uh, sleepless nights that they could rather allocate to um, other parts of the business. So my next question was actually some challenges uh, that you can share with us, but that's actually one of the challenges. Now I don't want to answer it for you, but it seems like that was a challenge. And, and so how did you overcome that? And then, and then other challenges that you have uh, encountered. Sure. I, I mean, the biggest challenge, it's an interesting industry, um, dogs as a whole, because they are so important and there are so many different thought process on them. Um, there's really no consensus, even when it comes down to veterinarians. There's different thoughts on, on different um, facets of, of, you know, your pet and, and illness and all sorts of different things. Um, so with that, I mean, that was the biggest uh, hurdle uh, like I said, education, education across the board in different uh, arenas. Number one, obviously, um, our approach. Um, number two, how to handle your dog, what to do with your dog, even externally, um, what to feed your dog, what supplements you need, how to um, communicate with your dog. So all of it is education. Being able to have a, a forum and, and an ability to communicate with people is um, is what uh, what was the, the big thing to overcome and, and what consequently has allowed us to um, make the name for ourselves that we have. Gotcha. And then uh, how about one piece of advice that you might give someone just entering this profession? Mm. Have a thick skin. Uh, again, the dog world is, is odd. It's very odd. I mean, there's movies about it. Best in show. There's movies that show how, um, how interesting, eclectic, I suppose, um, the dog world is. So, being able to navigate that and, and, and have confidence in what you're putting forth, um, I think that will help. So, so thick skin um, mm -hmm. and confidence, confidence in, in what you're delivering. 
so you guys opened early 2010. Have you have you had your 10 year anniversary yet? Uh, coming up October. So um, October. So gotcha. Ten okay. year mark. Yeah. Gotcha. So, in your professional opinion, what is the outlook of this industry? I think it's only growing. I mean, we're obviously in our current times hitting a little bit of snag across the board in industry all over. But um, I think once we navigate through, um, it's only the sky's the limit. Uh, more and more people are, are retiring out and they have, you know, their dogs or their kids or, or people are opting to have dogs rather than kids. So um, the more people realize what you need for your dog, why uh, a daycare environment is beneficial, why having a facility that you can ask proper questions in terms of nutrition is beneficial, um, why the socialization, why, um, you know, being able to leave your dog outside of a, a dog park environment is beneficial. I mean, having them away from you is so uh, important to them to grow into their own skin, confidence levels. Um, there's a myriad of reasons why it's beneficial. So uh, I think the sky is the limit in all reality. Oh, good. That's that's really good. Uh, you just have the one facility now. Are you thinking of expanding? Currently, yes. Uh, we we definitely have that on the agenda. We've we've kind of retooled different thoughts in terms of of how we want to lay that out. But um, the the region definitely needs more of us. Gotcha. So stepping outside of the arena of, of doggy daycare, outside of running this business, what are some things that you guys enjoy doing? What are some things that you enjoy doing? I know a cigar is among those, but that may not be the top thing. What are some things <laughs> you enjoy doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously spending time with my, my family is, is amazing. I got a uh, two boys, six and five, Noah and Jacob, and then we just had a baby girl this past June uh, named Cynthia, and then we also have uh, another addition coming this upcoming June, so those two will be Congratulations. Yes, wow. thank you so much. So uh, family time is, is very, very important. Um, outside of that, yes, cigars are fantastic. Ability to sit down and, and socialize with some friends and catch up, um, and then, of course, uh, giving back to the community makes uh, it just it drives us uh, to know that, that we're actually sewing into our backyard and, and, and building that, uh, that relationship. Well, so it takes a, uh, like I said, at the front end of this, you really have to love dogs. You have to love everything about it because not everything is, is hunky dory. Um, Absolutely. You have to have a heart for this, right? Yeah. With all of that said, what is the most memorable dog you've met? And you do not have to say, Izzy. <laughs> and you better not say F dog, Roxy, <laughs> or Brandy. Uh, well, see, that's, that's such a difficult question. So I'll, I'll pivot slightly in terms of the fact that uh, it, it is so rewarding to be able to know all of these dogs in the community and know people through their dogs, almost like uh, hairdressers where you're connected to everybody through right. your client. You know, bartenders, um, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. any anytime we go anywhere, um, you know, we get hugs from people because we take care of their babies. Except and, uh, now. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, distance hugs, air hugs. Um, That's right. But, but uh, being able to go somewhere, I, I heard um, somebody the other day said their dog saw me from a distance and then just started oh. pulling. And, uh, and, and so they, that's, that's fulfilling to us is to know that now, their dogs are letting them know how important we are to them. Um, this dog was confirmation. pulling from his owner. 
bite you in the leg, right? He wasn't going to go love him. No, no, right? no. He wanted to okay. <laughs> get those kisses to the face, you know? So Beautiful. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to ask you this. What is your most favorite experience doing what you do? Oh. Changing lives. Um, it, it sounds cliche, but um, the impact that that we've had on on the relationship between a, a human and their dog. Um, I have a lady. Anytime she's in the lobby, um, she always looks around and talks to people and, and says. Oh, if it weren't for Scott, if it weren't for Ashley, um, I wouldn't have my dog. So she tells this story. She got him. She rescued him. And uh, she came to me and she's like, I need to find a different home for him. He's doing this and this and this and this and this. I, I can't deal with him. So I, I told her, I'm like, so come back a little bit later when we're closing. Let me spend some time with you. I'm going to show you a handful of things that I need you to do. Keep him for just a few months. Mm-hmm. See if it changes, and and if you can't handle him at that point, I'll help you find a new home for him. And that was eight years ago, and she wow. she still brings him to us, and she constantly tells people, um, Scott changed our lives, you know. And uh, so being able to impact lives that way, that's um, awesome. It's very very rewarding. Very very cool. Any final words of wisdom that you would like to uh, share with our listeners? that they could use to jumpstart their new career? Sure. I mean, um, research, of course, but you're going to know if, if it's a good fit for you. Spend time. Spend time with um, dogs. Spend time with people. Um, communicate. See what their needs are and make sure you're fulfilling the needs. That's the most important thing. If you're coming from a, a selfish or monetary uh, perspective, that's the wrong perspective to come from. That will come uh, in terms of the money if you are fulfilling the proper needs and, and actually making a difference. It's like anything. If you do it uh, with a, a heart of service, uh, the money tends to come. 100%. Uh, it's a little bit um, counterintuitive, but uh, the faster you can realize that, the better. Again, Scott, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And thank you, the Business Buffet listener, for tuning in. Ed and I know you have lots of listening choices, and tuning in to the Business Buffet means a lot to us. I certainly hope you are able to gain valuable information from today's episode to help you make a decision that could mean a profitable future for you and your family. This episode was sponsored in part by us here at the Business Buffet. If your business is looking for a unique way to reach potential customers, Like some of the sponsor spots you've already heard, let us know by visiting businessbuffet.page and click on the Interested in Sponsorship Sponsoring button at the bottom of the page. Remember, these spots live in perpetuity, are searchable, and you will be very surprised at just how affordable it can be. Thank you for listening to the Business Buffet Ingredients. We hope we tempted your business taste buds with something sweet. Please share this podcast with your friends and show them that you are the smartest person in the room. Visit businessbuffet.page and sample all the flavors of the business buffet. We hope you eat hearty in business.